When I Think of Maine by Karina Masterman. My grandparents raised me, and I was a tomboy from the start. There weren't many girls in our neck of the woods. We were way out in the boondocks, as my grandfather would say. To a small-framed six-year-old girl, the pine trees of Maine were gigantic. They jutted into the sky in proud, dark clumps. They were graceful, yet strong, and I loved them. In Maine, the trees grow so thick and close together that the sunlight can't penetrate all the way down into the forest. Being in the woods is like being in a great hall. As a child, I always felt the awesome, massive beauty of it. I still live in rural Maine, about 30 miles from my childhood home. I've been back there since, and it's not the same. The town is still a dead end for those who live there, but they think they've made progress. There are more fast food chains. There's even a Walmart. The mom-and-pop stores are going under because capitalism and commercialism are infiltrating their society, but they can't see it. The forests are dying. Maine is dying. The more they sell out, the more they cut down, the more they commercialize. The more structures they build like clumsy children with colorful Legos, they are only stripping away the essence of Maine. Childhood is innocent and pure, like the forests of Maine once were. But with every passing year, children are desensitized earlier and dragged from their natural environment, a peaceful existence with nature. What is Maine? Nostalgia comes easy, but the truth doesn't. Take the weather, fair and easy in summer, then winter, and the Arctic air knocks your breath out. Lakes freeze, rivers halt, the cold grips. Average winter temperature in northern Maine, 18 degrees. In the mountains, expect eight feet of snow. We remember the storms. Blackout by Lindsay Dean. The days got longer and the nights got colder. Snow, rain, and sleet pelted Washington County. Ice began to build up. Trees were bent over from the weight of it and the power lines sagged and cracked. Many homes were blackened from this terrible monster. A feeling of loneliness crept over me. The usual business of the county stopped. The roads were eerie and silent. No motors penetrated the quiet that followed the storm. But there was no power, so we had to sit at home with our parents and what my parents called bonding time. We played cards and board games endlessly. When the blackout was over, my family, some of my friends and I, went up to the barrens to listen to the ice breaking away from the trees. We sat on the hood of our cars. It sounded like glass falling throughout the woods. 